See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello, all of you out there in listener land. This is Slow Robot Go-Go. Big show number eight. Oh, see what I did there? It rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> wiki wiki. No, I don't do that either. All right. My name is Mal. Slow Robot Go-Go is a podcast dedicated to uh, the foibles of B- struggling B-movies from days of yesteryear and more and more b through z movies we're gonna be all talked out today uh, yeah. oh before i even start who's with me today who, who who's standing by my side in this fight against forgotten <laughs> b movies <laughs> dr morbius from parts unknown <laughs> yeah so we're gonna this might be a really like low energy show we've we've been talking now for like an hour we need as, some caffeine. You need to as, get some caffeine. Oh, you do have caffeine. I do have caffeine. As we watched a guy fixing my TV, and I'm like, oh my god. So, background story time. Uh, I'll tell this story because it's yeah. pretty funny. Um, I find I, like about a year. About now, it's about a year and two months ago. I bought a new TV, one of the Samsung smart TVs. Um, very flat, very glorious in all of its HDness, and um, things are going well, but. In Florida, since this summer has been basically raining lava and ash, uh, the po- the power flickers from time to time. After one of those real big, where the whole house goes, and then starts itself back up again, because like literally in Florida, like the power will go out, and like it just sounds like the entire like house just like lets out a big pop, and then slowly like revs itself back up again, as all the many little electronic minions start dancing and saying, "Hey, I, look, I'm alive still." Well, my TV had this little white spot, about the size of a 50-cent piece. It it wasn't that big. It wasn't even, like, noticeable unless you knew it was there. And I was like, well, uh, no, I just spent a lot of money on this. I'm not going to let that, you know, happen. So I call up Samsung and say, hey, you know, this this has a white spot in it. And they're like, okay, well, you're still under warranty. It was a couple days after a year, so I was thinking they were going to play that card, but they didn't. So that was back in, like, what, May? end of may maybe maybe june who cares so they say oh, okay and then they say we'll get you'll get a phone call well i never got a phone call and i called them back like a week later and i was like yo where's this person and they're like oh for some reason it got canceled in our system let's just do another ticket so they start another ticket so then the local uh air the local samsung rep high def doctor um is the worst thing in the history of the world they're, they're, like, the sooner they're out of business, the better off the entire world will be. Um, they, so they call and go, oh, okay, well, we'll just order that screen and and then and then we'll be out. And then I don't hear from them for about a week and a half and I call and they answer the phone. I was like, so what's going on? Oh, yeah, we, it's, it, it's, it, it, the screen was ordered. I'm thinking, okay, that might have been a good thing to tell me, you know, like time frame or whatever. And then from there, it was just a barrage of me leaving messages every couple days to a week going, um, where the hell are you? The last one, I was kind of like really rough with them, just saying. Yeah, I don't play. I mean, I was, it was like, call me back. You better call me back. 
So then finally I was like, okay, well this is crazy because it's been about a month and a half. And um, I call up Samsung and I'm like, look, you know, whoever... I said, first of all, you got to get rid of these people as your reps. You don't want these people representing your company because they're, they're, they're horrible. And second of all, um, fix my damn TV. So then they were like, you know, then like a day later, the supervisor calls me back. He's like, oh, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Just let's get this going. So basically, they ordered the screen. The screen came. Then the guy just came over and fixed it right now. So yay for a new TV. Um, when they opened this thing up, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and I were both like amazed. It's literally like a screen. The screen is like whatever, a millimeter thick. There's just two flat pieces that look like like pieces that look like a a computer. Yeah, yeah. A board. And that's it. There's two there's two motherboards there, two tiny little speakers there, and that is it. I took a picture of it because I was like, You gotta be kidding me. That's a TV now. Mm. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable, but yay for having a TV. I mean, the screen is probably what you're paying for. I I guess, but psh. so long story short is it would have been better and cheaper and easier for them to just tell me to go to Best Buy and swap it out under warranty, but that didn't happen. But who cares? TV's working it's now. It's done. What's done is so done. yeah. It so works. so it's basically great. for that hour or whatever hell it was, it was probably like an hour maybe. At least. Uh, we're just sitting there be bullshitting over this topic or that topic or whatever. So you know. Wow, we've talked a lot. So, all right. Anyway, on with the show. On with the show, as they say. Well, before we start, um, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on SliceRadio.com. You can find us. Um, I don't know. You can find us in your neighborhood. You yeah, can in find the neighborhood. Us in the sky. That, that big van that says "Free Candy." That's us. That's that's slow robot. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can find us. You know, skywriters write out our our what we say. Soon in we'll the be sky, on TV over the and beach. famous, but that's in the future. Yes, and, and we are starting up our own little video empire. Video empire, as, <laughs> as it were. Yes, look for that in the very near future. The bunch of dorks, um, you know, uh, umbrella, umbrella of awesomeness. Will, yeah. m- will will venture into the video realm at some point in the future. I, I don't think that's going to be on the bunch of dorks thing. Well, it it it, it can it has it includes a couple of dorks anyway. I would so. I would enjoy it if it was, but um, last time I talked to the webmaster about adding a button, it sounded like I had to move uh, the earth and the heavens for that to happen. So. I doubt that we'll see the video project on the Bunch of Dorks program. Well, we'll promote it on there yeah. anyway. <laughs> oh, no, but you know what? There's no, Slow Robot. No, it's cake. It's you, all, you, all you do is, yeah, all you do is just link the video to YouTube and you can watch it there. It's easy that's what we'll be doing anyway. We'll be doing yeah, direct. that's what we'll be doing, yeah. That's how we're going to be doing it. That's how we roll. Sure, why not? In this hood. Okay, and I guess uh, if I miss anything, who cares? You can join our Facebook. You can go on Twitter, but I don't ever, I haven't done Twitter for like three months. No, like three years. Okay, so, and Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown, what do you got going on? Two Dimension Podcast, comic book podcast with no direction, where we review comics, comic book related movies, and all sorts of fun stuff like that. I think there was a new episode last week. That's the magical third button on the Bunch of Dorks. Yes, it oh, is. So if you go to bunchofdorks.com, you're going to see the Bunch of Dorks, with, that's the first little button, and that's like a, a now long defunct podcast that went for many, many years, um, had like 200 and, or 327 episodes i make up a different number every year every week yeah it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like 200 something who cares it's a lot and then the second Way button is of course you know slow robot a go-go and then the third button is uh, yeah two dimension, com- two dimension podcast the combo podcast where uh don and i and dallas and rook and uh whoever else shows up we talk about comics and all the good stuff 
Not me, because I don't know shit about comics. Well, you know, maybe one day we'll get you into it. No, I doubt it. And what else do you have going on? Destination Nightmare, the, yeah. my blog where we do comic book related stuff, all sorts. It's mostly pop culture, and we got a we got three podcasts on there now. The latest one is about driving movies, where me and Don talk about our experiences watching all these crazy movies, and there's lots of funs and shenanigans and hijinks, and <laughs> that's pretty and cool. And farts in the trunk. So we'll leave it at that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we are going to leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> so we're going to start off with our what we watched this week. Well, actually, it's been two weeks because we took oh, a, yeah, we took yeah, a weekend but... off, unfortunately. Uh, that was my bad. So what have you watched over these past two weeks? Because my list is the saddest thing in the history of the world. Okay. Um. Well, I watched this movie. I watched it for the second time. It's uh, It's got two different titles. One's called Twisted Brain which is the TV version which has like a, a some boring added scenes to fill out to fill out the t- the 2 hour whatever slot it was in but I watched it uh over at my friend's house in Miami I was there last week as Horror High um this is your classic nerd uh everybody in school hates him except one oh. nice looking girl likes him and he's a big chemistry fan and he's working on some kind of a for a gen a for a potion a formula to alter to genetically alter you and he's testing it on on his uh his only friend his hamster Mr. Mumps and of course Mr. didn't we do this on a show we haven't done horror high yet we haven't done no, twisted what? brain I thought we did did we could this have been your verses no no I never used this one as a verses movie. Okay, the guy, the kid basically turns on to, turns into a monster and he takes revenge on everybody in the school. We Por- did watch this. We watched this. No, we didn't, did we? I, I wouldn't have watched it on my own accord, and I remember it. Isn't okay. it the one where they killed the hamster, or they the, like they killed his his <laughs> cat or his hamster? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that we did this for the show. Oh, never mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you watched it before, so you're. Yeah, but we I kinda, have proof that backs up that we. Really, watched. we did that. We did yes, that. Yes. We reviewed these movies. This movie because it was. Um, God, I forget. Because all the at time. the end, didn't he end up killing her or something like that? No, or? he doesn't. It doesn't kill her. No. But they kill him or something. Yeah, they kill him. And yeah. it was you know, the, the the final battle was at the school. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like because yeah. they're like oh he's they were bullying him and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. We watched this man. We we I don't think we used it as a verses then. Uh we did it. it was at, so at some point, we did this on our show. Okay, well, I watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, next. <laughs> That's funny how you forget crap like that, too. Oh, you know? yeah, it's dude. Like, like, yeah, you forget Oh, it. I wonder what episode that was. I'll look in. it up at our break, at our first Yeah, yeah, break. yeah, okay. I was going to start doing it now, but then you're going to hear, click, click, click. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. I was going to say, like, delete that section, but nah, never mind. Leave it on there, whatever. <laughs> um, Dementia 13. I don't think we did this one. <laughs> it's basically like an early Francis Ford Coppola movie that he did for Corman. It's a psycho killer movie huh. where it's about this guy who, uh, well, I don't want to screw it all up, but basically it's his take on psycho and it's shot in Ireland in a castle and it's got uh, some cool people in it that you may or may not know from, uh, it's got the guy who, pray, who plays, who's in Star Trek, who plays Trelane. I don't know for you Star What's Trek Trelane? guys. Trelane was a, a guy on this planet who was like... Uh, it, uh, Kirk went on this one planet, and it was this planet where he was like a, he was like a 17th century nobleman kind of guy on this planet. It was a, it was really goofy, but <laughs> William Campbell, the actor, was really was really funny. You know, I I really like I think fondly of those. I didn't watch them all, but if you go, I didn't either. But if you go back and watch them, you're kind of like, oh boy, 
You know what I mean? Like they're they're very cheesy. They, some of them are really good stories. Don't get me wrong, they're written really well. Oh, the the cheese factor is what makes oh me like them. Oh my god, you're, they're like off the charts. You're just yeah, like Shatner's just Shatnering it up, and yeah, yeah. And just, you're, just, you're just like what? How did this become a thing? Like I I don't know how that became such a cult phenomenon. I like I do like them. I don't yeah. you know I don't I'm not being mean about it, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like that old famous saying, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, you know that you know it was it was. It's kind of like everything from the 60s. There's a camp cheese factor to it, but it holds up just because the characterization is good yeah, and the characters become, you know, alive for you. And they, they it was fun. funny. Like I, I like and I like Shatner. He's yeah, he's, he's a great B movie actor. He's yeah, or a B actor like like a Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like those guys very much, but they're not like high caliber like character actors. You know, <laughs> it's just them. Like like Gary Busey is just pretty much Gary Busey and. They just point a camera at oh, him yeah, sometimes, yeah. you know. Actually, he was a little bit different when he did the Buddy Holly story, but he, after that, he just lapsed into Gary Busey. <laughs> he would Actually. go into his car. He would go into his trailer and just, you know, be normal again, yeah. like, to, to let it out, you know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. Bloodbath, which is another movie starring William Campbell, the same actor from Dementia 13. This one is one of my favorites. It's about a mad artist who. Right. Uh, Goes around killing lots of lovely ladies. Does he cut his own ear off at, at one point? No, no, but he 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 kills the ladies and he paints them and he sells the paintings at the <laughs> uh, local uh, coffee house, and then uh, you know all sorts of hijinks nice. happens after that. It, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, my friend got it from Warner Archives, which is Warner Brothers. Oh, where you pay them movie. like an, yeah. uh, like a huge amount of money, and then they say, "Okay, here's your disc." Th- yeah, this is also known on TV as Track of the Vampire, and it's this is a movie. Which there's four different versions of it. Originally, oh. it, originally it was this movie. They pull a Blade Runner on us. No, it was even worse. Originally, it was a movie called <laughs> Operation Titian, which was shot in Hungary, and then that movie was shown. And then, and then they took scenes from that and they made another movie, Cormier, called uh, Portrait in Terror, which was taking scenes from that uh, Operation Titian, turned it into a crime <laughs> movie, and then they took scenes from that and they turned it into Bloodbath. Where it became like a mad, uh, mad artist movie, and then for TV they took that movie and they added more scenes to pad it to a two-hour uh, time slot, and they called it Track of the Vampire. Four different versions of this Carmen's movie. like, hey, if they can do that chop suey stuff, I yep. can do it. They're like, screw that, I'm doing it. I don't yep. care about it. Uh, I okay, this one I only watched one episode on, but I was telling you about it. I didn't even know about this. For all you fans of uh, Dark Shadows, a TV show out there. There was, in the late 60s, they did a Canadian version of Dark Shadows, which doesn't have a vampire, doesn't have, you know, the same characters, but it's in the same kind of a mystery, horror, melodrama theme, and it's called Strange Paradise. And it's the the, the basic, I just watched the first episode, the basic idea of it is there's some rich guy, they, he lives on an island, and his wife just died, and he's trying to, he's, he's preserving her in ice and trying to figure out a way to keep her alive. And then there's like... One guy's like a scientist who says, you know, you can't do it. And then there's another housekeeper there that seems to be into uh, black magic and voodoo. So I'm assuming it's <laughs> shot in the uh, in Haiti or in the uh, or somewhere in the islands or whatever. But it's kind of some of the writers from Dark Shadows worked on it, so it's kind of got the same kind of feel, feel to, to it. it yeah. And on and on and on YouTube, all 188 episodes are on there. So if you really or Jones in for that, or never heard of it like I did, and you want to watch it, it's on YouTube, so check it out. Um, and then, and the next one, it kind of like, if I tell you, 
what it movie I watched, it's kind of like it's gonna kill the uh, surprise of the of the movie. Right, that, I'll save so it I'll then, just yeah. I'll just save it for uh, later. So All that's right. it. So I watched the uh, MST versions of uh, the Giant Iguana, Final Justice, uh, which was the Joe Don Baker one, which was after that Joe Don Baker uh, fallout. Like oh where, yeah, Final where Justice. He, where he tried to sue him. And then they did Final Justice, and they destroyed him, like, the whole time. And then it was like, what, It Lives by Night? That weird bat one? It's a very strange... It was a very odd movie. Okay. And then um, the only other real movie I watched was... Uh, I, wa- I went to see Pacific Rim in 3D IMAX. Wow. Because I was like, well... For someone who is, loves robo jo- uh, robot jocks and loves Godzilla... And always, like you know, talks up how much I love that kind of genre. It would be remiss of me not to do that. Like you know, that, that like I went to see the Man with the Iron Fist because I'm such a big you know kung fu fan. If I do, if I didn't go see that, well then I'm really am, am I really a kung fu fan? You know. Yeah. So um, the yeah. it, it was it was a crazy movie. It was fun. Pacific um, Rim. Pacific Rim was really fun. It was just out of control. Um, little bit of a love story, little bit of plot, but for the most part, it's just a whole lot of big robots beating up big monsters, and um, that's what you go for. I mean, that's that's it could you know there was a, like I said there was a little bit of plot, um, but they kept it very light, like right from the first scene, you know that the that you're you're watching what you're going to see a lot of the robots just fighting these big monsters, you know. Yeah, it reminds me. It's almost like a his version, Guillermo del Toro's version of some Japanese monster show. Kaiju or battle, like that. Kaiju, yeah. yeah, the kaiju battle, which is a big, yeah. and there is some sci-fi elements to it because this is of Pacific Rim is where the vortex to another planet opened up. Who cares? Doesn't even matter. Like, there could have been zero plot, and for two hours you're watching, you know, these, watching these battles. It'd have been like, yeah, it's cool. I'm good with it. Had, good. It, it had Ron Perlman in it with these crazy metal dress shoes, so that's worth. Price of admission, right there. There you go. <laughs> Flock to see it. <laughs> it was run, don't walk. Yeah, exactly. Run, don't walk. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, the ending of it. Um, I will say this. I don't know why I always look for this, but I always look for it, and it never really happens, especially not in American movies. Um, I always think the ending of a movie would be better with like the ultimate sacrifice. Mm. You know, if this guy would have done the you know, I'm not going to spoil the ending of it but if, if if he would have given his life to save the planet it would have been a lot more impactful and powerful than if he just you know saved the planet saved the planet and then you know got the girl and then caught a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl which is what happens in every American movie like that never happens you know and and it's always kind of like well Damn it! Why not? Like once? Can I just see that once? You know, like now, Easy Rider was the last time I remember a guy. You know, the the end, the stars just getting blasted at the end, and no, that you know. well, no, no. Well, here's, there was one from a couple of years ago that yeah. happened. That Gran Torino movie with yeah. Eastwood. Well, that, yeah, that's true. There's a and, few. Yeah, there's a few, but it's a very rare, especially like bro, bro, broish ones like Pacific Rim, because there is just a ton of bros, you know. It was basically Top Gun with giant robots. There was a lot you know of I mean? bromance like, there. Yeah, there was on. a lot of bromance and a lot of, like, you know, Goose and Maverick fighting with that bad guy, you know. Val Kilmer was the the Australian robot driver, you know. Val Kilmer, like, uh, 
Remember how Val Kilmer was a yeah, bad yeah, guy yeah, in Top yeah, Gun? Yeah, 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 yeah. basically exactly the same. Yeah. So, no volleyball scene. Um, Thank God. But, yeah. But there was, like, a plucky Japanese actress, and, of course, you know, the the hero, you know, so whatever. It's But, again, who cares about the plot? You're there to see monsters and robots fight. And is that's it, all is you it need. under the two-hour? No, no, two? it's, all, it's longer. Wow. I think it's like two and a half. That's that's a weird thing about movies these days. They 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 just decide they're gonna go, you know, especially the blockbusters. They gotta be two hours and change. Yeah, they go. Only. They just go and go, and you're like, Look, it's like bro. it's like I think it's they think that the more movie you get, the more people feel that okay, well, I paid twelve bucks or whatever. At least I got two and a half hours. Not the case so much. Not the case. No. <laughs> I'm like, can we edit this down to about an hour and a half? That's all I really have to give no, I mean, anymore. How many you know? subplots do you want? None. I want none su- None or less subplots is fine with me. Just yeah. just, just give me the story. But, you know, it, like I said, it was great. Um, I'll definitely buy it on, on, you know, whatever Blu-ray bullshit thing they come out with. And how many know? robots? Are there just one or more than no, one? No, no, there was a lot of robots. That's the thing, too. That's a, the other thing I was going to complain about, being like a, you know, complaining old guy. Now, back in the old days, you would had a robot and a monster, maybe two monsters. Now, yeah. it's got to be like hundreds of robots versus hundreds of monsters or well, whatever. Well, yeah, it's, it's like they ramp everything up. You it's know? like everything's ramped up and it's just so boring and obvious, you know, what they do when they do that. I mean, somebody needs to wise up and go, look, just make the movie under an, under two hours and let's just, you know, make, yeah. like, squeeze the monsters for all you can. Not just like, okay, we'll bring another one after you kill this one. We'll bring another one after you kill that one. Yeah, and that's kind of what happens. And, and uh, boy, I, like, one of the things that really stuck with me with, with uh, Terminator 3. Was it two, 3 or 2? It was 3. With the crane scene where, where he's being drugged behind a crane. The amount of damage and destruction, you know. That first scene in the Terminator... When 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 you're just like, oh my God, you know he's being drugged behind a a towing truck that's going flat out, and and he's on that cable and just going through buildings and ripping stuff down. That's his in Terminator. That's what's that's came to my mind when I was watching this because the destruction that these gigantic monsters and and robots like because they're falling down on cities and and the guy getting thrown through things like the amount of CG destruction is just insane it um, is like yeah. literally like you know and that's as it should be you know that's kind of cool that's good and the cg was really good so it it wasn't distracting like that but, you know? but at what point does it become a video game what's yeah. what, po- at what point does it become a playstation and not a movie all right and that it, well the lines blur continually uh-huh. now you know like i was watching some wolverine movie on tv i just watched the last part of it and it was like him and I think it was Gambit were fighting some like bald headed guy on the on a tower on or the top of a cooling tower. Yeah, right? and it yeah. was just totally it, it was totally like you know PlayStation looking <laughs> or whatever. I was like, That'd have been funny really? if he been like left left right down down That's up and then he would have like, like done a, like a super kick. That's it looked like a PlayStation without you being able to control the fight or yeah. whatever. I was like, okay. Yeah, that that new Wolverine looks pretty crazy. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Ah, we'll see, yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to go over our top ten lists. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Right now to the refreshment stand. There's one waiting for you. Any age is the right age for a hamburger. You want more? Well, it looks like fun burger time. And for that extra taste treat, top it with the goodness of golden mellow cheese. A cheeseburger, put together just the way you like. 
a man-sized meal everybody enjoys. Okay, we're back. It's after much research, uh, and I and I realized that I forgot half of the shows that we did and half of the posts up there. I forgot all about them. Yeah. It was exactly our carbon half. Was that carbon dating halfway mark? Yeah, forty. Yeah, it was the show. Yeah, 40. It was show forty. Wow. It was show forty. We did a uh, NFL trifecta, and that was part of it. That was part of the trifecta. And you Why? Had... Why? Who was in it? Who? What NFL? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, forgot about that. Okay, Momijo uh, Green's in it. Uh, oh, that's right. They just show up. The cops. They're, they're totally like shoehorned in just they're to cops. be there. That's and then, right. But the, the one guy who was a cowboy, Dallas Cowboy, we're talking about Horror High, the movie I forgot that we did. Yeah. The one, the one, uh, the one, the one gym teacher, his name is John Nyland. Yeah. He was the, he was the perfect asshole gym teacher, though. So. Yes, he was. Yeah, so. All right. So enough of that. Yay for that. So now it's time for you to uh, acid wash your jeans and get out your hair uh, hair styling product. Some, uh, and, and tease your hair up to the sky. Cause, get, and get your Casio keyboards out, too. Because we are going to be... Uh, our top ten list this week is top ten bands of the 80s. Top ten. <laughs> so... <laughs> top ten, yeah. So, and go. Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown has his top 500 of top ten list. Um, so get ready to rock, man. Get ready to rock. Put the Kreger mags back on to your uh, Camaro... And yeah, uh, you know get your T-tops off your uh, T your uh, what you call it turn up your Sony Walkman yeah and uh, what else what other dumb I still have put a down Sony. your Rubik's cube and like listen you know you know I still have a Sony not a Sony but I still have a Walkman and one time when we did a two dimension comic book podcast we did it with, with no my, direction we did it on a cassette deck and we actually recorded on the road driving to the convention MegaCon holy shit we took shit. turns talking into the cassette that deck that had to sound horrible it was, it was hiss <laughs> but, it, but it was listenable though it was, it was snake, snake style hissing yeah it was great man but uh, that was the most interesting yes. show we ever did well, right. one of the most interesting shows we ever did. I'm sure we've done plenty of shows out there that are very interesting, but that was a <laughs> different experience, I should say. All right. So what we decided of, because there's no such thing as like a real 80s band, uh, we're talking mostly about when they like really peaked or hit. Late 70s hit, band that Yeah, like really hit big, hit like where they really took off, because uh, like half the, half the uh, groups on my list, I think, are still touring, you know, because yeah. bands don't go away anymore. They just keep going. They just so, they just keep one uh, member and they keep going. Yeah. So but, but it was like it was like there's some hippie fest coming on here in a few weeks, and uh, uh, Jerry at work tells me, hey, there's gonna be this band, this band, and ten years after, I'm going like, wait a minute, the lead singer, main songwriter, and main guitar player, Alvin Lee of Ten Years After, just died six months ago. They're gonna be touring as Ten Years After. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But yeah, yeah that's that's the deal. That's the way but it yeah, goes. Yeah, the, the engineer of the record is going to be like uh, doing the sound, so we're calling it uh, ten years after. Oh, good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. All right. So who do you got on your? Let's hear your top ten oh, list of I, ninety uh, songs. I, I'm going to pick up. I'm going to pick up. Uh, there's a few of them here that did start in the '80s. So let let me go with them first. Husker Du, classic uh, punk rock, uh, '80s yeah. punk rock from Minneapolis. '80s, real '80s band. Replacement, same area. '80s band. Uh, Pixies, another kind of like they're the ones who basically um, Nirvana pretty much took a lot from them as far as the the style of music. Um, '80s. R.E.M. We all know R.E.M. Definitely 80s. Shiny, happy people. Um, Dinosaur Jr. Guitar, rock, you know. Uh, wow. Remember uh, them? Dinosaur Jr. That guy, no. Jay Massis. 
He's good, man. He was a great guitar player. He's the one I did radioactive. Well, radioactive. No, that's the firm. That's a okay. Jimmy Page and. Um, no, no, no. I'm thinking of not radioactive. Uh, Radar Gun. Radar Love. Radar Love. No, that's from the '70s. That's uh, Golden Earring. That's who I was. Saying. Okay. Sorry. Oh no. no. <laughs> my dude, my brain is so fried. Like I, I, you know, it just bounces around. Don't worry about me. Uh, those are those are most of the guys that came from the '80s. Well, another one of my another one of my favorite band from the '80s. Talk Talk, which actually started out as a keyboard band, and then as the records went, they became more and more jazzy, and then it, at, towards the end, they were just like almost minimalist or whatever, but there was a great band, and you definitely need to check them out. Um, <laughs> What's minimalist? They just like have a rock? They well, basically, it was just him and maybe a piano and a bass, and there would be like silent parts in the songs, and then there would be like like notes that would just go on for a long time. You know mm. what I mean? It was very much like... That was influenced by Yoko Ono. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, and then the rest of these bands, I think pretty much started in the 70s, but late 70s, so, eh, okay. Um, the Cramps, my favorite, uh, Shockabilly or Psychobilly uh, band or whatever, started in the 70s, but really hitting in the Dude, 80s. You know, I met a, I met a, there was a Cramps, tribute band in Korea that I, <laughs> oh God, that I, that I met. Awesome. No, they, they were American people, American guys. Okay. And they they were they dressed as women and they would just come out like dressed up as women playing cramps songs. And I'm watching this, I was like really drunk in this in this club and you know cuz this, this was one of those like where it was like the two-dayer. This is like the three-day weekend or whatever where where it was up in Chonan. And this guy comes out and I'm like, what am I looking at here? And he's just they're just screaming these cramp songs, and I was like hammered. And I'm like, wow. I got I got video and pictures of it. I, I'd like I'll to have see to that. find them. Yeah, if I dig them out, I have to find them for you. A tranny cramps tribute. Yeah, because this and the bass player was this gigantic dude, like like really muscular. And he was wearing almost like a white Marilyn Monroe dress, and and the lead singer was like a, a a big fat hairy like biker guy, and he would come out with like high heels and nylons on, you know. It was out there, man. It was so crazy. Oh, those those nutty Koreans. Oh, those nutty Americans in Korea. I bet they did that because they couldn't get any gigs here. Anyway. They were awesome, dude. I actually met the guy. I drank some beers with him. <laughs> okay. Did he take his dress off? No, he was just wearing normal stuff at oh, that point. Oh, thank yeah. God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, two, okay, two more Jangle bands from the 80s. Jangle in the in the sense of R.E.M. Let's Active. That did one of my favorite records of the 80s. Big plans for everybody. And the DBs, who basically started in the 70s, but they were kind of like the uh, influenced by heavily by the Birds. Let's put it that way. Mm. Uh, even though they're not one of my favorites, I guess you, they were important. The Go-Go's started in the 80s. Oh yeah, so that's an important band. I like some of their stuff. I like the Go-Go's a lot. Um, let's see, Public Image, Imid, Imid, Limited, which be, which came from the ashes of uh, mm. of Sex Pistols. I think they're a pretty good band, actually. Metal oh, Box yeah. is a real good record. I think they're playing. No, Psychedelic Furs are playing this weekend. Uh, the Fall, another kind of punk band, started in the 70s. They really made it in the 80s. Uh, great, great lead singer, songwriter who slurs his words, and you can tell, you can sense the disdain for everything in his voice. It's like so awesome. Marky e. Smith, he's so great. Nice. Uh, Killing Joke, another kind of like, almost like punk metal kind of thing. They had a song called 80s that was really big in the yeah. in the 80s. Still like those guys. A band that I don't particularly like, but I know a lot of people do, and they're important to Smiths. You know, they did start mm, in the 80s. So yeah. I put Susie and the Banshees, Everybody knows who they oh, are, yeah. you know. Um, Robin Hitchcock, kind of like a Sid Barrett wannabe. Not, I'm no, I take that back. He's not a Sid Barrett wannabe. He's actually very good, but he's he sings in the style of Sid Barrett, John Lennon, kind of psychedelic. 
uh, the jam really started in the 70s but it hit it in the 80s squeeze another one started in the 70s hit it in the 80s another one would be one of my favorites XTC really again yeah. 70s but made it big in the 80s and I'm going really fast but that's basically most of them I, I like all these bands pretty well that's cool now, that's my top 10 20 <laughs> that's your top 120 yeah. 10 okay mine is a little bit more 80s riffic I'm gonna say although yours yours represents everything well, yeah mine is kind of like like if VH1 said top 10 of the 80s this uh, is, that's yeah. my list you know what I mean like this is gonna be rock and hard yeah this, mine is pretty much college radio yeah I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Journey even though I think they were mostly 70s oh man the wheel in the sky keeps on turning no dude. man when you talked about like that guy keeping his girlfriend on ice I was thinking you're as cold as ice <laughs> there you go no, or was that Foreigner no, Foreigner yeah Foreigner Foreigner yeah, is a 70s band but yeah, yeah. they did it big in the 80s alright I'm gonna onto my list I'm gonna say the Stray Cats. Um, yeah, I forgot about them. Stray Cats were I, I dig them, man. I really like them a lot. He's a Th- great guitar they're player. They're very, they're very generic. Not generic. I saw them live yeah. like, at the like their sound. They sound the same. Like they're like ACDC. They're like to me. Every album is exactly the same as the one before it and the one that's gonna come yeah, after yeah, it. You know, yeah. but that's okay. Um, put down Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Girls just want to have fun, bro. Ew. This isn't necessarily my favorite top ten. She, did, she know <laughs> she she did a couple of good songs. Yeah, well, I, it made a me couple. think of it. What made me think of it is uh, there was a local place around here, a fireworks place, Phantom Fireworks, that in in the early '90s when you bought fireworks, you got to meet Captain Lou Albano, and I always remembered that like the WWE, like it was always Captain Lou Albano, Cindy Lauper, and um, our boy from the thing. Um, Rowdy, R- Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Piper. Like, those three were kind of like a group or a clique, you know? So I, I, I thought of Cindy Lauper when I thought of that dude with the rubber bands on his face. All right. And next, the pinnacle of 80s uh, stadium rock, Def Leppard. Yeah, man. Photograph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was that one that... um. Jay Giles band. Jay Giles band. They're not on my list, but they are now. Jay I saw, Giles, I saw, that, I saw them live, and you know who the opening act was? You too, believe it or not. Wow. Not, I kid you not, Kimosabi. Wow. Uh, next one. Very. They were 70s, but 80s is when they fluffed their hair up the most. Of course, I'm talking about Van Halen. Oh, yeah. 80s was when it became like a pop band, kind of. And then when we all discovered that love was a battlefield... My girl, Joan Jett. No, the Pat Benatar would be Love is a Battlefield. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no. Yeah, no. What am I thinking? Which, what was Joan Jett? Joan Jett was I Love Rock and Roll. I Love Rock and Roll. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, but uh, Pat, Benatar Pat Benatar has to be there. Love is a Battlefield. Yeah, Love is a Battlefield. Remember that she oh, What about that. Hell is for Children? Uh, Yuck. No. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, I'm even mixing up those. Yeah, Joan Jett is I Love Rock the and The 80s was a long time ago for me. All right, yeah, yeah, for everybody. But yeah, Joan Jett, and um, I actually like Pat Benatar, too. Blackhearts, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, now, this one, I don't know. I put them down there, but it's hard. I put the Dead Kennedys down. They did start in the 80s, I think. Late 70s. Late 70s, 80s. but they I thought they were really big in the 80s. Black Flag? No, I, didn't have, I don't have them. Right. Um, next one is Rat. Oh. <laughs> Bam, bam, bam! Out of the cellar, rat. Hair metal. Hair metal. Next hair metal, Cinderella. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just made this list up to be the most '80s. It's not like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of this stuff yeah, in my yeah. regular rotation. Yeah, I just was yeah, thinking. I, I was like, what's the most well, '80s? Is GNR on there too? 
No, it should have been though. Well, it is now for you. Yes, Guns I, N' Roses. I give you Guns N' Roses. The the the, the greatest group to, to self destruct in the history of of ever. Oh yeah. They were poised when they came out with Appetite to Destruct to destruct uh, Appetite they for Destruction. They were poised to destroy themselves. After yeah, they they were they were supposed to be the next greatest band ever, and they just yeah. imploded. Yeah. Okay, then the next two are my are two of what groups I saw. Um, in the early 80s and I really dug them uh, the first one is Iron Maiden believe it or not that is my first concert I ever went to Iron Maiden in the Peace of Mind tour Run to the Hills man you got that right and who opened for them Accept and Fastway oh I remember that those yeah, two groups I'll were the that. opening groups for Iron Maiden and then my top 80s group who I also think is kind of a 90s group as well Suicidal Tendencies. FST, yeah, I figured that was going to be on. I yeah. saw them four times. Wow, in, four times. In my life, in, in different decades. Like, Crazy. I saw them early 80s, I saw them late 80s, I saw them 90s, and I saw them 2000s, early 2000s. Wow. So, very fun. I, I totally dig on them. So, that's our list, and we're sticking to them. Yes. If we've missed some of our 80s groups, why don't you write us an email at youdon'twriteemail.com forward slash I'm lazy. Okay. I'm going to go to a quick trailer break, and then when we come back... Hey, what movie are we going to do next, man? Hey, man, you know, we just got to be like punks. Yeah, you know? man. We, <laughs> we don't gotta, know how to play, man. We don't have to know how to play, man. Okay. Okay. If you don't know who we're gonna, who, what movie's coming up next, then you don't know anything. Come on, vato. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, you wanna get high, man? Does Howdy Doody got wooden balls, man? I got a joint here, man. I've been saving for a special occasion. Yeah, hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery, man. Nah, I'm in a band too, man. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a lead singer, man. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, man. we play everything from like Santana to El Chicano, man. You know, like everything. Hey, I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. Well, when my temperature rise, and then I go for her thighs. And then I say, Wakamole in my juice. Wakamole in my juice. Hijo de la chinga. Is that a joint, man? God damn, it's like a, yeah, a quarter pounder, man. Ate it, man. Yeah. 
So I had to follow around a little baggie for three days before I got it back. Really blew the dog's mind. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? You're off in the sky, I know. Hey man. Hey man, what movie are we gonna do, man? <laughs> hey, Dave's not here, man. Hey, where's Dave, man? <laughs> yes. Hey, so yes, in case you haven't figured it out, that means you are I don't know where you're from. You're up in smoke. Yeah, you you're up in smoke because we're doing Cheech and Chong. The first one. <clears throat> the very first one. I had delusions of grandeur that I was going to watch like two or three of them, and I'd bring a whole lot to the table. Yeah, that didn't happen. And that's when it occurred to me that, like, you know, I, I could pretty much do line for line this movie when I watched it. This was <laughs> what one kind of lines? <laughs> yes. No, I can pass the hair test, so don't even bother. Right. The, uh, let's not get yeah, those yeah, rumors yeah. flying. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I was trying to think, because I was laughing a lot, but I was like, man, I used to know... I used to watch these and like really laughing at them. Just better times, man. Like when you're living at home, not a bill, not a care in the world. Yes, yes, yes. You know, right, and yes, like yes. Cheech and Chong came around at just uh, no responsibility time in my life, and uh, yeah, and it was just perfect, you know. They were they the original slackers? Yeah, they were great. Well, yeah, I, not I, the original, but they were definitely like the classic seventy. And they, they were slackers. a comedy team. Cheech and Chong were a comedy team out of Canada. Yeah, and they were yeah. very funny. Just yeah. they really hi- got in on the stoner culture, the hippie culture. Oh yeah. And boy, s- some of their stand-up bits, some of their bits or their skits and stuff, just classics. And we'll and we'll ha- we have a clip. We'll play it for you. Oh, I already later. dropped it in. That was the that was the oh, lead-in. Lead yeah. It? Okay. Okay. So cool. um, you know, so of course we're doing um, Up in Smoke, which was their first. Full length. Uh, yeah, the first length movie, seventy nine, eighty, um, somewhere around then. And what w- what they follow up with next movie? Next then, movie, which I watched. Nice dreams. Yeah, things are tough all over. Things are tough all over. Corsican, Corsican brothers. Corsican brothers. I think that was one where I think it started falling apart for. Yeah, me. pretty much. Yeah, pretty um, much. And then Yellow Beard or something like that. Yeah. They were in something like that. I don't know. This is one of those where, um, if you know, if you watch South Park, basically Terrence and Philip are. I didn't know that. Terrence and Philip are basically Cheech and Chong, and in fact, and even chronicling like, I don't want to say like a bitter breakup, but they were. Yeah, they did have a come somewhat of a bitter breakup. They I were, mean, but they're back to. I mean, not back together as. They are. They've they've re- they've they've mended their wounds, you know, um, which I'm glad they did because you don't want to see that kind of funny well, greatness to have like hatred towards each other. Well, you know? the thing was, and, it, and he and he was right about that. Cheech Marin wanted to do other things. He he figured that the drug crap was already played out and Chong just wanted to stay doing the same character and the same thing over and well, over that's again. That's who he is now. Yeah, and, oh, and and Cheech was right. He needed to go and he was a decent actor who played it he was in the Don Johnson T V show. He had other movies. Oh on my his god own. the the Pixar shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's probably a multi millionaire from just doing a few voiceovers on the the Pixar stuff. Yeah, and Chong just wanted to keep playing Chong. So I mean yeah, you know, Tommy Chong later did that '70s show, so he did good for himself. You know, unless he, until he got busted for selling bongs online or some crap like that. Yeah, he he was um, I don't know he 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 bought his own hype too much a little bit. 
Yeah, I think so. But he was. They're both. They're both very good at the character. Their characters are perfect. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Oh yeah. Their characters are perfect. If you haven't seen any one of their movies, which I'm sure you have, or listen to their Rick, their records, you really should, because it's some yeah. funny, lo- really low-brow, down-and-dirty <laughs> yeah. humor. You know? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, so who's in this? They have Stacy Keach as Sar- Sergeant Stadenko. Yeah, Stacy Keach is in it. Uh, Edie Adams, who was an actress married to Ernie Kovacs, a famous TV comedian from the 50s and 60s, she's in it. Uh, Struther Martin, who was... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Strother Martin who's uh the, who's in Cool Hand Luke, you know. I think I think he's the I'm not sure if he's the one that says uh, uh we got a failure to communicate or something like um, here or whatever. I'm what sure we have the, here, what we have here is a failure, failure to communicate. I think they, I think it's him who's in it too. That's the father. Yeah, that's his. That's Chong's the, father. Chong's father is yelling yeah. at him. It's like get your acting, get damn Finkelstein <laughs> crap <laughs> shit, kid. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. This. This is one of those movies that, like, again, I've watched it so many times, I can literally go, like, I can quote line for line before it happens. I don't yeah. do that because that makes people want to hit you, but well, I know every single so, Some line. of the bits from this movie are from the comedy records, too. Right. You know? So Which, not a lot, but a few of them are. I never had their comedy records. I have oh, them yeah. now. I have them on vinyl now, but I didn't when I was growing up. I remember them. I had mostly, like, Steve Martin and Carlin and yeah. Flip Wilson and stuff like that, but I didn't have... I never had any Cheech and Chong when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, I do now, of yeah, course, because they're really funny. Th- there was this kid I went to high school with, and he he bought all the comedy records. He had Carl and all, but one day he brought, I think it was Big Bamboo to school. And they had this giant rolling paper, and I'm going, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> you know, it was like, "Well, you know, you figured it out." I go, "Yeah, okay, you know, whatever." Those I, are classics. So the first three are really really good everything like everything else very goes downhill after the third mm-hmm. one they're very based on the characters they helped create they crafted yeah. these and um and they crafted I mean the, the first bits, the, you know? I mean the first three records oh, two oh, are the oh, best oh, okay. as well as the movies are the best ones that, I thought you were talking about the movies because well, they both, are both yeah the, now this movie it starts out they, they like kind of like how they met each other yeah you know? exactly yeah. Um, they start off in different homes uh, Cheech is from a very rich family, but he's the screw up. Chong. Chong, I'm sorry. Yeah, Chong is. He's making a shake, a protein shake. He's like, you lift those, and the the, the ultra rich uh, mother and father basically kicking him out, and he yeah. flips him off, and he drives off in his Volkswagen Bug with a with a Rolls Royce with uh, a Rolls Royce grill on the front of it. You know that he, that he took from a. Gr- and did you see? When he drove off, he took the grill off of a Rolls Royce, and there was some guy yelling at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. The license plate on the Rolls Royce said Stoner. I didn't see that. I was looking at a lot of different stuff. I noticed, because when I, when I was a kid, I watched it and watched it and watched it. We watched it over and over and over again. But I never really paid attention to little things like I do now. Like Now, I, when I watch a movie a lot of times, I see things in the scenes. I look at stuff. I look at extras. I look at, I look at more broadly than yeah, I did yeah, back yeah. then. And and I was like, why would the hell, why the hell would it say Stoner on the Rolls Royce, you know? Yeah. But uh, whatever. So he drives off, and um, and they show his car breaking down, <laughs> and then then you then you switch over to Cheech, who's like waking up. They with um the the, the Looney Tunes is playing, yeah, color, and yeah. there's kids like yeah. jumping on him. He's yeah. like sleeping on a couch with there's kids everywhere in this dilapidated house you know but I gotta tell you that scene when he gets into his uh, his pimp mobile oh or whatever, my god and the oh ding dong ball and they play low rider 
I remember watching that in the theater, and like I thought that was a classic freaking scene. It when was that music fun. comes on, it just was so perfect. It you was know? all of it was perfect. The barrio guy with the ding dong balls on the beat up old car with the hydraulics. He takes and him. It, yeah, he takes his hat it was off. Perfect. He takes his wool hat off and he wipes his car down, and he's he's kind of like dancing to that song. Yeah. Over the credits. And that's it, a great song. It was a great, it was a very good credit yes, um, yes. sequence, you know. Great, great, and I, perfect. One of my favorite parts about that whole thing, he's, you know, he, he like loves his car. He's like wiping it down and it's beat to shit, you know. There's no door handle on it. He, yeah. Like at the very end, after he puts his hat back on, after he's wiped everything down and he's dancing around, he wipes down, has two antennas and everything like yeah. that. <laughs> he has to put his finger into the hole and find the little latch that's thing. That's perfect, like, It is perfect. That's perfect. And then he like... He sits down in it, and he does, like, this pretend alien head, like it's looking up over the steering wheel. Yeah, w- when and that it, scene came so on, you're watching them go out to the car, and all of a sudden, you, you hear the, the little, the, 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 the drum click, and you know it's freaking oh. War Lowrider, and you go, holy shit, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> and, and it was so funny, because oh, yeah. you can barely see him, and he just takes off yeah. driving in this car. Yeah, and he's got a fuck. Excuse me. Uh, he's got a freaking tank top on with the freaking the cut, overalls the and all that crap. Tank top, like, uh, and the freaking wooly hat. This is amazingly hilarious. Yeah, it, it's like so stereotypical, but and yes. funny though. But funny, you know. But really, he funny. wasn't ever being like they weren't mean they spirited weren't mean about it. They were just they were like the stupid stoners. Yeah, because stereotypes. Chong was the ultimate hippie, oh, yeah. um, Mad Magazine looking stoner, dude, stoner yeah. guy. And Chong is, or and Cheech is, you know, typical you, beaner, I guess you'd say, or yeah, whatever. Barrio you know. guy, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. And yeah. I'm not saying that in a mean way. That's just yeah, their yeah, names, you yeah, know. And yeah. So he's driving, and he's and Cheech is driving and trying to pick up these girls, and they're like, they're saying no to him before he even gets the end of the question out. And he looks in the rearview mirror and he sees like gigantic boobs. So he throws his car in like a U-turn, causing many accidents, yeah. and pulls up and. And and Chong gets in, and he's like, "What the hell does he say?" He goes, "Oh, I almost froze my balls off, man! Yeah, I yeah. slept in a ditch last yeah, night." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "I slept in a ditch last night. I almost threw my balls off." And he goes, "I didn't think you had any. Otherwise, I wouldn't have stopped to pick yeah, you up." Right. He's like, "It's the only way I could get people to stop for me, man." Yeah, right. And like, so then that's when they finally meet. Now, Cheech and Chong have met, and they're driving along, and for some reason, they just start smoking pot and. Chong hands him like yeah he, go, he goes to him hey man you wanna you want a joint hey, and uh, a, a joint and uh, Chong goes hey man does Howdy Doody have wooden nuts Howdy Doody have wooden balls man so then Chong has this joint that's like the size of a, a huge cucumber or whatever yeah, you wanna right, say right. and he's smoking it and he passes over to Cheech and Cheech is trying to be cool and his eyes are like his yeah, eyes like squinty <laughs> and like you know it's like oh man he starts getting all paranoid and crap you know I mean, totally totally stereotypical you know <laughs> he's like hey man first he's like oh I could probably smoke this whole thing and it wouldn't do nothing to me because I'm so hardcore yeah, and everything yeah, right, right. and then like ten like a minute later he's like hey man how am I driving and they're like and Chong's like I think we're parked man because they're just like they just stopped in the middle of like this uh, like a uh, easement or whatever yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 it's right, just right. against the pole and then the cops go, oh first he goes hey he starts to panic and and chong's like here take these it'll mellow you out 
<laughs> and then he goes, he goes, oh wait, don't don't take those. I almost gave you the wrong thing. And she's just like, what do you mean I took them? And he's like, oh, <laughs> you just did the most acid I've ever seen anyone do in my life. And then she's just like freaking, I like screaming and crap. <laughs> and the cop, the, when the cop comes, he's like, where's your license? It's on the back bumper, man. <laughs> that this is this is the kind of thing when we're talking about like. It's stupid, but it makes you, you have laugh to watch and it. laugh you have to and see laugh. It. You like, have to see it. I mean, even people that aren't into this druggy crap, like we're not. But people, just anybody, can watch this and see. Look at how stupid these oh guys are. Oh my god! Are. And they're hilarious. Like, cause it's, the inside of his car is all the different kinds of fur. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. like really bright green and blue and shit. And, and then they get taken to jail. <laughs> oh, do they take taken to court? And Chong wants some water. <laughs> Chong eats all of his stash. Yeah. He's like. And then, like, the the, the judge has vodka. And yeah, he goes, water. I need some water. No, you can't. And Cheech gets it and it's vodka. Uh, and, uh, and I guess they get let out or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Because the next scene is, like, they're already out of yeah. jail or whatever. And they want to start a band. Yeah, these movies are very, um, when you're watching them, they're very funny. They're very stupid. They don't look for a lot of, like, con- continuity is no. gone. The plot is very just, like, two or three lo- sentences worth of, what the plot is, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So basically, to to wrap, just to wrap up, what this is about, they they get deported with all of their Mexican friends in yeah, the middle yeah, in the middle of starting, yeah, that's right because they go they go they want to go be in a band and the band is like all dressed up like waiters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the cops come in. They go, oh man, it's the cops. And it was like, and then it turns out it was just the immigration. <laughs> yeah, they called immigration on themselves because that way they get a free ride bus ride to Tijuana. <laughs> For their for their cousin's wedding, yeah, that's right, why they were like, oh. And the guy, they show the guy getting on the bus with a he's just as a groom, you yeah, know. Yeah, like right. the whole so the whole wedding party, they called immigration on themselves, and it's like, yeah, and you get a free bologna sandwich for lunch, you know. <laughs> right. So they and they get deported into Mexico, and then while they're coming back, they get this um, van. There's a new kind of hyper weed that gets turned into a liquid, and then you can make anything out of it. So this. This uh, somebody makes this van out of weed, <laughs> and Cheech and Chong end up driving this back across the border. I mean, there's a lot of hilarious scenes that we are they skipping the, over. They pick know? up those two stoner chicks or the one stoner chick. Well, first, like, first they get that they get that uh, busload of, or that car of nuns arrested because oh, yeah, he throws yeah, a yeah. joint in yeah. their car by accident. And Sergeant Stadenko shows up too because yeah. they're after the, ch- the 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 cops are after that. The, the, the hyper the, van. The hyper van, and they figured out that you know it's coming from Mexico, and they're waiting at the uh, waiting at, at the, the border. At the border, yeah. I right, love right. they show these these nuns getting frisked, and half of them are like, yeah, he throws a joint over, yeah. you know, to get rid of the stuff, and it hits a nun on. Half man. the nuns like are really liking it that these yeah, cops are roughing yeah. them up and, and and cavity searching them. It was really odd, and um, they, they, the the cops and <laughs> and uh, Cheech and Chong keep crossing paths. At various inept ways and never getting caught, like they never get right, busted. Right. Like they're at their cousin Strawberry's house, who's a Vietnam Tom, vet. You know who that is from Alien, Tom Skerritt. Yeah, Tom Skerritt, and uh, and he's playing this just nut job, and he's doing it perfectly. He yeah, is so yeah. funny, and um, and Chong accidentally locks himself out, and then the place gets raided, and he's trying to get back in while this place is getting raided, and uh, you know, yeah. like so so. Sergeant Stadenko and and Cheech and Chong keep crossing paths because Chong pisses on his leg. Yeah, at one both point. of them do. And they then Cheech later in the movie, Cheech pisses on his leg in the bathroom. He's like, "Hey, what's going on, man?" And he's like, "Hey, 
some guy pissed on my leg, you know. Uh, uh, my favorite part was that when the cops go into the bathroom and Cheech has to go to, and Cheech goes in and he, when he pisses on his leg, then in the meantime, their, their pot-smelling dog goes up to the van, <laughs> and when they come out, the freaking dog's like dead. <laughs> he ate too much of that yeah, the, the, the dog sniffed the van, and it was so high potency, the dog died, and, know, and they know. showed it with his like legs sticking up in the air like a horse. That was hilarious, man. <laughs> I had forgotten about that scene. That was hilarious. So, yeah, so then they they get across the border with their with their van made of weed that they don't know is made of weed. That's right, they don't. Because they're always searching for drugs, <laughs> and they can't find any, even though they're driving around a whole van made of it. And uh, and they stop and pick up these two stoner chicks. And, one uh, of them was just like bizarre. The other one was kind of hot. So yeah, 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 that one is really weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah the <laughs> and, and just... And, and then tell they, them about a battle of the bands that's going to happen. So then from then on, it's like, you know, getting into the Roxy to make some money to be in the battle of the bands. Yeah, band. we're going to be a punk, man. You don't have to learn yeah, how to play. You can yeah. just, just be a punk. You know, we can do that. And then again, Stadenko intercepts them. And they Stadenko and them get dressed up as Harry Krishnas to try to crash the <laughs> concert or whatever. What the hell was that? It's like totally bizarre stuff. Or, uh, right, whatever. so they show these bands. There's lots of different punk bands playing and... And uh, they're some in the back. Were, some of them were real punk bands, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And they showed, um, and Chong, that, that crazy girl gave Chong the wrong kind of drugs. Oh, yeah. So now he couldn't even, like, walk. Yeah. And then, like, but then finally they're on stage and they're terrible. Chong falls over. His drumsticks are, like, the size of trees. Like, because <laughs> I, I don't know what that was about. I think, who cares? And they're terrible, and people are booing them. But oh, wait, wait, but then Cheech comes out in a freaking ballerina outfit oh my God, with Mickey Mouse ears. So great. His get-up for this was hilarious. And they do the freaking classic, uh, uh, <laughs> my Alice Bowie, yeah. Earache My Eye, you know, yeah. without the intro. A classic freaking, you know, song from the 70s. That's on one of their records. I think it's on the second or third record. Uh, that was a single. That was a 45. It was a big hit, and I remember it from when I was a kid in wow. school. Wow. And then they do that, and they tear up the place because the van. Remember the van? Yeah, that's somebody throws somebody throws a cigarette, and it lights up the van. The light. That, so the van catches on fire, and that, then it's, it gets all the cops stoned, and the, all the pot smoke goes <laughs> into the concert because they're ever they're booing them and throwing stuff at them, and then they all get super high, and they just show everyone just eating cheeseburgers, like yeah, yeah, they just yeah. show them eating and eating, and then they start playing. But then the band starts playing good, you know. After they get after yeah, John gets a whiff, he starts playing good, so. So the superpowers kick in, and then they become like, uh, yeah, yeah, they get signed, and yeah. Stadenko and his partners, the the cops get high and eat pizza, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. the people, the two guys who own the van, they just escape, and that's the end of it. And then then they're driving. It just shows the end of the movie. Just, yeah, they just drive away, and then the sun up and smoke. And yeah, and then the, they like like they light up hash, and it falls into Cheech's yeah, uh, lap. lap, and then. They're putting out this fire in Cheech's crotch, and then th that's in a movie. And you're yeah. like, okay. Well, well, it was written by them, <laughs> so... <yeah. laughs> very funny, very fun. It's just a, a classic. Uh, you know, uh, this might be one that you had to be from that era, but I... I think you'll still enjoy I think you'd it. still enjoy it. The humor is broad enough and silly yeah. enough and over-the-top enough that I think you'd, you'd enjoy it. Yeah, if you like just dumb, stupid, lowbrow craziness, then this is perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not particularly well directed or anything like that. No, but it doesn't really matter because it's funny and that's yeah. all that's important. So what are you, what are you gonna go with? Oh yeah, this gets like 
uh, for me, I'll give it like an 8.5 or yeah, something Yeah, I was going like to say, this gets seven and a half bong hits out of ten oh, for yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this as a, as a kid in a in a dollar theater with Flesh Gordon as a second feature. So how much better can he get than I've that? I've never seen know? Flesh Gordon. I'm gonna okay, well, we'll find it. We'll watch it. It's, it's pretty to, yeah. damn dirty, but it's funny, too. All right. So that's it. Um, you know, Up in Smoke, we definitely would recommend it. Go out and see it if you haven't. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's streaming. on Netflix streaming. It's free. So invest the 78 minutes or whatever the yeah, hell it really yeah, is. It's hour a, and 25 it's minutes. nothing. So... All right, till next time, I'm Mal. With me as always, Dr. Morbius. And we will see y'all next week.